0: So no upfront costs. You just upload a design. So I put it on Instagram and my page just went nuts. And uh, within a, in a week, I'd sold about 400 t-shirts.
1: That was Chris of Doughball Disco. And it's your boy, Idriff. And you're listening to the What's Good Dough podcast. Whether it's pizza, business, or life, my guest and I always talk about ways we can level up. You may know Chris as an uni ambassador that goes by the handle ball disco from monday through friday he makes some amazing commercials seriously check out his portfolio i'm going to link it in the show notes just so you can be amazed with that knowledge in mind we gather some info on what we can do as pizza makers to make sure our creative is top notch and some of the tips and strategies he gives us are going to be so helpful for those of you looking to make sure your pizza your videos your pictures on instagram or anywhere you market or A1. Also, in the pandemic, he started creating pizza t-shirts, which was fitting because this guy is just a creative dude. And so we take a deep dive on his viral pizza shirts that have paved its way in pizza culture. And we take a look at how we as pizza makers or business owners who either sell t-shirts or make t-shirts can have a more attractive shirt that people want to buy. This is an amazing episode, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And remember to always ask, what's good Doe?" Welcome back, everybody, to the show. We are in for a treat today. I have one of my homies from across the pond. Chris from Doughball Disco. Welcome to the show. How are you doing?
0: Thank you very much. It's such an honor to be on the show. Uh, I've been a big fan for a while. you have had some amazing guests, so I'm excited to uh, share with the audience today uh, what I've learned and and, uh, dive into some of those things.
1: Great. I'm a big fan of yours, so the feeling is mutual. I am excited for you to be here, and you know how it goes, because you listen to the show, there's no right or wrong answer. What's good, Dough?
0: what's good though wow do you know what this this is a real head and heart question i've been thinking about this uh for a few weeks since we started chatting uh but i think for me i'm going to come at the angle of um being an amateur pizza maker Uh, and so what's good though for me is whenever you feel proud when you take that pizza out of the oven uh and in that moment you're feeling great even if in a few months time you sort of look back and go oh that, maybe that wasn't so good i've I've learned some things i had to crop that corner off uh, out the picture because it's a little bit burnt uh but you know enjoying those moments you know sh- you know when you look back on that feed you've had uh, friends come around maybe they've complimented on you uh, and if you're taking notes, like I know some of your guests do, I always sort of look back and, you know, what made that successful? How can I repeat that? What did I do differently? Uh, and, and to me, that's that's good dough. Uh, and take that because I know pizza making is a journey that just doesn't stop. It's like being a musician. You know, you're only going to get better with every pizza that you make. <laughs>
1: That is good, though. I I love that response. And it kind of brings me back to 2021. When I first saw you get active on Instagram, I was scrolling through your feed. And I saw that you were doing a lot of note taking, you know, posting the pictures, figuring out what worked and what didn't and then googling, I think, which is what you said, how to
0: fix it. T- totally. And, and then, you know, the more you get into the community, uh, you know, I, I was experimenting with toppings and not overlooking the dough, but sort of getting excited about that. And I just remember Ben Mushy Peas, his, his seeing his pizzas, and I was just like blown away by them I was like wow Uh, and so I started reaching out to people and 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 sort of you know trying to figure out where where I was going wrong maybe I can improve them uh Christy Israel uh, she was posting up little videos and tips and it was just like you know using wet hands to handle wet dough I was just like oh my god that's such a simple thing but it changed being more gentle when, when you're in that proving stage. Uh, I also sort of learned, uh, I, very much like a, a rose hill sourdough, I, I don't need my dough. I do a folding method, uh, which again, changed changed the dough, being really gentle, lots of little tips with shape shaping all of those things over time has improved the each each pizza that i've, I've made uh, but now now i still i still uh you know have moments where i'm like oh damn that could have been better or with this crazy weather at the moment slightly overproving some things uh, but you know i've been really militant at sort of taking notes I've got a big diary, loads of pages. And when I lose my dough confidence, I, I flick back on the book and go, hey, maybe I should go back to uh, what I did uh, a few weeks ago and, and to sort of go back to basics uh, and, and, you know, enjoy it as well. Like, it's sort of, you know, you learn from your mistakes more than you do when you've made something brilliant. So in, in sort of embrace that.
1: Mm, I love that, and I love that term "dough confidence" because it's a roller coaster of a journey. You feel that dough confidence sometimes, and then you're like, "Uh oh, dough embarrassment too."
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. When it, when it's right and it all goes goes to plan, I had a party the other week, and and honestly, every pizza that came out was just absolutely perfect. I was like, "That's amazing." Uh, whereas, uh, you know, Jenna came all the way over from Singapore. Uh, that was probably the most nervous I've ever been uh and and like the the dough was sort of misshapen one side was sort of slightly bubbled up but it it looked good when she cut it with the scissors I had a good corny cone um but it it wasn't my best you know it wasn't my best pizza but she loved it she loved the fact that you share pizza with someone and you know that goes back to just having a, a good dough moment really uh whatever it is just sharing food sharing a moment uh, and that's what i love about pizza uh, whether it's online sharing or in person
1: i love that too and i was envious that you got to meet jenna uh, it seemed like such a fun time um one day i'd love to meet her and you and just have the same sort of experience that moment of sharing a good pizza with a pizza pal
0: yeah, absolutely. You know, it's just uh, can, you know I'm very lucky in the UK. There's some some good uh, pizza people that I've met through Instagram that we've just clicked and connected, and made some real genuine friendship that we get to meet up, uh, learn from each other. They've really you know raised my pizza game massively. If you're checking them, I I never made dough or bread or anything like 18 months ago, so like fresh into pizza making uh, and. Having that knowledge and just people, you think, oh, you know, they're never going to respond, but straight away they they come back and they're chatting with help and advice. It's just leveled up me massively, uh, which is which is great. And, and that encouragement just uh, kicks you on when you are having that sort of dough confidence. Uh, and, and that's what I sort of love about it, really.
1: Yeah. You know, you bring me back to like the whole like 18 months thing. I, I feel like your pizzas are really good. What do you kind of a tribute to that how much time are you spending making these pizzas can you give us a little bit more detail
0: yeah totally so everyone thinks i eat about a million pizzas probably like most guests but um i tend to make four pizzas uh at a weekend uh, and then i slowly you know post that content over time Uh, and and i'm trying to manage uh just just my manage my time a little bit so i like to Come up with one pizza where I, I mix the toppings up, do something fun, be creative with it, uh, try and do something new or combine some things that haven't been combined before. Um, I then always make a margarita first. Uh, I, I, I love to do that. It's, it's sort of when you make pancakes on, on, we have pancake day over here, you know, that, that first one that comes out sort of sets the tone. Uh, so I always like to do a margarita first, uh, and, other pizzas, I'm either sort of experimenting or doing a bit of a crowd pleaser, doing something my wife likes. um But really, as well, it's kind of with with sharing on Instagram. It's I try I, I turn mine around in about three to four hours. So at that that time, start to finish, including filming. So I'm I'm shooting really quick. Uh, you know trying to dodge uh, a screaming uh, a baby I've got a one-year-old so I, I would say to anyone that has children thank god Instagram allows uh, you to add music so you can just you know when they, when they ruin your, your perfectly curated shot with some screams in the background you, you, you've always got editing and and shots uh, but first and foremost you know I, I really want to have fun with making pizza and and make this feel not like a a chore. Uh, I know some people get quite bogged down with Instagram, the pressure to post. I'm just out there having a laugh and like, if I make a pizza and it doesn't work out, I, I don't have to show it to anyone. Uh, and I, I, really try and get that across, uh, on my page. Uh, sometimes I'm like, uh, you know, what have I done? There's me doing shots at the same time as, as making a, a Tokyo pizza with, with some sake, but it's, it's about experimenting. You know, I, I just want to experiment and, and, uh, it, it's great. Like the, the feedback and encouragement mostly from the community is positive. Uh, you know, you don't always get everyone that, that, loves what you do but I think that's the whole point of being creative is you don't want to just be liked like you either want to be loved or if someone hates you that that's that's absolutely fine do you you know what I mean it's like at least they feel something from from what you're making or what you're trying to create I think that's sort of super important and not to be scared by that that sort of process either Is is something to kind of really embrace uh, and, and sort of laugh, you know, uh, it's, um, try to focus on the, the 20 nice comments and, and not, not one that sort of doesn't like what you do so much, but that's fine.
1: Can we dive a little bit deeper on that? Because you are a, uh, creative director for your day-to-day job, right? And you've been doing this for over 20 years and you said something that really spoke to me. Um, you know, clearly the community loves your content. Um, they've responded, um, you're an uni ambassador, and I feel like part of that is because your content is so great. Um, but the word feeling, you're trying to invoke feeling out of it. Um, is that something you learn from your, from your work um, outside of pizza, and, and how does one apply that when they're shooting um, their pizzas? Welcome to the What's Good Dough podcast, and get ready to level up. But before we continue with the show, I want to introduce you to my two show sponsors, Uni Pizza Ovens and Cordo Olive Oil. Let's start with Uni. They are the number one pizza oven company in the world with the best community there is. Because of their ovens, I have made some of the most amazing pizzas. From round pies to squares, I'm able to get to temperatures of up to 900 degrees, allowing me to cook the pizzas of my dreams. If you're looking to grow your pizza business, buying an Uni makes sense. My past guest, Ryan of Sanctuary Pizza, has a mobile catering company powered by Uni. These powerful ovens are efficient, lightweight, and can be used almost anywhere. Whether you take pizza seriously like me or want to run a pizza operation like Ryan, Uni is the choice for you. Use the link in the show notes and join the Uni
0: community. My second show sponsor is cordo
1: olive oil at first i didn't believe that olive oil mattered it wasn't until i got educated and learned about the difference between commodity oil and cordo's fresh squeezed olive oil that i ditched the supermarket stuff today i only use cordo olive oil when it comes to making my dough and even doing a post-bake drizzle Mm. i have even made some amazing pesto with it oh my goodness Cordo's high-quality olive oil does really elevate anything it touches. My buddy Chris, who runs A Slice of New Jersey, just switched over to Cordo. Not only is he getting quality, but he ended up saving money by switching over too. If you're still unsure of the difference, pizza operators can sign up for a free olive oil tasting. Use the link in the show notes to learn more. Thank you for taking the time to listen to my show sponsors and supporting this show.
0: My background is advertising. Uh, I've done that for, for twenty years. And whatever the product it is that you're 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 creating or you're, you're writing about, um, you know, coming coming up with something new is is scary. You know, the blank page is scary, uh, and you can be worried about how it's sort of received and judged. Uh, but you sort of not you need to be be fearless uh, and come up with a, a point of view that's that's different that 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 feels feels right for you uh and i think when you you share your your point of view uh people are either gonna kind of love it or they're gonna feel a reaction uh from that whether they like it whether they don't like it uh it's so it's about figuring out ideas in general is about what what you want to stand for uh and bring a new perspective to something and when you bring a new perspective to something that's when you get that that reaction that you you kind of want that that feeling to the work be and when i say feeling it could be it could be silly it could be witty uh it could be something powerful it could be fun um and uh, applying that to sort of pizzas um you know what I love the Hawaiian pizza. I'm not, not going to lie; I'm just going to put that out there. Um, so, like, I, I remember this International Hawaiian Day. Uh, so, I was kind of like, how can I, how can I create pizzas that that could be quite fun for a party? So, I made some dough balls uh, and I hid pineapple inside. So, I was thinking, like, you know, I could have, I could invite my Italian friends over and, and serve them these these dough balls. You know, and take a bite in just to see if, you know, I, I think it's all about flavour, but I, I like a cheeky kind of funny undertone to it, uh, which I, I think is is great for a party, you know, uh, to sort of sneak that in. Uh, and, and the filling was a, a spicy uh, pineapple chutney with some cheese in it. It tasted brilliant. I, I loved it. But uh, that sort of naughtiness uh, and that sort of creativity uh, is fun because, You know when you think about a a creative idea it's you can do like misdirection is one of the tricks that you can do and and that was just a a fun misdirection thinking about the serve thinking about people how people consume what it is that you make uh, and having having fun with that uh, I think I also made like a, a hidden Hawaiian I called it which was again I I, I used the chutney uh, so it just looked like a ham pizza on the surface so i was just thinking of ways that that might sort of sneak sneak that Hawaiian in there uh, and and going for it on there so when you when you, you come up with think about toppings um, it doesn't have to just be a combination of ingredients that inspires you it could be the experience of eating uh, as well. So unpick everything uh, to, to make new ideas happen and come with it from a new angle. Uh, and that's what you, you, you're looking for.
1: So you just talked about, you know, the making of the pizza and then even the eating of it. And how does that translate to, or what is the next step in terms of filming it or taking the shots?
0: I, I'm always thinking about the the journey uh, and i I also overfilm in my background doing creating TV ads and things like that the the edit uh, you can you can plan you can storyboard you can write you can write a script a director can shoot exactly what you've you 've written but in the edit that 's where all the fun is the The thing that you plan to be funny is is never the funny moment it 's the impromptu bit that was never supposed to happen um, and so I, I'm literally running around with my phone. I'm leaning against behind the cooker, a uh, cooker hob facing me. Uh, I'm resting it on a bookshelf. Um, I'm holding it. I think everyone in Instagram should be uh, a round of applause for learning how to cook with one hand. It's you know, <laughs> so hard. <laughs> it's so hard. Honestly, I, I wonder how good I might be if I actually could just use two hands. It would be... <laughs> no, no, but I would say over over film shoot everything Uh, and then when you go back to the edit uh, I'm I'm looking to I I start off maybe with a a basic story so like you know the way uh, the linear story of of what's made Uh, and then I'll go back and I'll go right I I need a punchy opening what's what's sort of fun so is it a few quick shots of the sizzle out the oven uh, a fun ingredient splashing into a pan uh, and then go back in into the story um, and then with it, within that, what I'm trying to experiment with at the moment uh, is just then trying to get uh, a bit of my personality into the the content. That's what I'd really love because I, I tend to find you you see a trend of like a six second particular clip that works, and then all of a sudden everyone everyone's doing the same thing. So what what which which is great. I, I love to see people. Um, Diving in with with filming now, like now that instagram 's controversially moving from photograph to film, but that 's just progress, but I think the one thing that people uh, can 't copy is is you so if if you 've got your own story you 've got your own personality uh, and that comes through in in the work in a little snippet that that's that 's the magic bit you know one of my my you know fung uh, leopard crust is is one of my favorite people if you want to know how to make uh, a piece of entertaining content that's pizza is like, you should be following her. She's, she's brilliant at it. Uh, another hero. So again, it's kind of, there's loads of things that you can sort of look and, and sort of find your lane. Uh, and, and for me, um, being in front of the camera is not natural. It took, it took about a year before I was like, right, I've got to do this now. Uh, and, and I usually sort of, um, I have done things in front of camera before. I, I normally don't watch them back. I don't like to, I don't like to watch, watch myself back. Um, but just sort of, you just get over it. And then I, I sort of found being able to use small bite-sized snippets rather than me pretending that all of a sudden I'm Gordon Ramsay and I can do a 20 minutes do camera. Uh, here's what I cook perfectly. Um, Cause that's not going to work either. Uh, you know, I don't have a cameraman. So I, I overshoot, I overshare. I sometimes go back and uh, film myself talking to camera. I, I honestly spend about five minutes saying one line because <laughs> I'm just like, I try, I, you know, I, I start off being serious and then I, I start goofing around because I get bored or just mucking. And they're, they're normally the bits, they're normally the bits I chop in. So, uh, you know, I, I've talked about it before that doing shots, you know, I was, I wanted to make a, a Tokyo style pizza and I thought it'd be fun to switch up the tomato sauce for uh a, a, you know you've obviously heard of vodka sauce well, why not make a, a sake sauce so I was I was making I was making that uh and, and it turned out great uh, and in, in between I was just you know knocking back a few obviously being very uncultured uh sake is not a shot drink it's a sipping drink but you know I was having fun in my kitchen. Um. And, and not really caring. Uh, I, I, the other tip is uh, I, I normally tell my wife to leave leave the kitchen and I shut the door so I can just be silly on my own and, and, and not worry about things. No judgment. <laughs> no judgment, exactly. Lots of judgment. It's fine.
1: <laughs> you know, I resonate with so many of the things you said. First thing, the sake sauce, I didn't know you did that. I, it was actually... Like, it was actually one of my bathroom pots <laughs> while sitting on a toilet. I was like, how come we don't do this there? I was, I think I might've been watching a Andrew Bellucci yeah, vodka right. sauce, uh, pizza video just because I always see his vodka sauce. And I'm like, how do I incorporate something different, something new, something that's, you know, Asian. Cause I am, I was like, sake, that would be great. I need to check that video of yours. I'm sure, uh, i'll get some inspiration from there
0: all i'd say about like i you know no it's the famous sort of thing is no ideas are new ideas they're often a combination of things put together in a in a new way and i'm always looking at uh, uh recipes and and kind of going well you know what if i switched out that one thing for this or how could i flip that on its head or you know I'm making a Tokyo mark and, and getting inspiration from from other cultures and going. Well, you know, could could I mix that? Put that into the mix? Can I make something new? Uh, and, and experimenting and not being afraid to fail uh, is is what it's all about, hundred uh, percent. And like I say, you, you learn from the, if your failures. That, that's fine, uh, but you can make it better next time, or you know what to change.
1: Yeah. And I love the tip you gave about overshooting. I made this reel that um, did pretty well. And I was just so glad that I was taking extra long videos. It took longer on the edits, but it just came together nicely versus all of the short, like three second shots that I was shooting for reels. It made more sense to just grab the minute ones, find the moments that worked and then take three seconds from that versus three seconds here, three seconds here, three seconds here, because sometimes it doesn't make
0: sense. A hundred percent. So, um, you know, in, in, in the editing world, when it comes to advertisement, we actually call them like handles. So, you know, your, 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 your cropper clip, a specific moment cut down, but you'll always have extra time either side. So you can sort of adjust every moment so uh, but you know leave the camera rolling like you know don't don't expect that that pizza as it pulls out you've got that perfect shot I might do that three or four times you know Uh, change the angle try try it again Uh, and I also kind of find when you're the good thing about reels is it's not necessarily about professional level quality so you you can shoot from the hip a little bit more Uh, and if you've got lots in the bag to play with, uh, you can then go off and, and make the edit work for you. Uh, and then, you know, I, the other thing I, I've sort of done is I've I've totally streamlined my editing process. I used to do it on the laptop, but, you know, you're uploading, downloading, transferring uh, the footage. And now I just edit everything on my phone um, using uh, as, as an app called Splice. I think there's there's other ones out there but it just allows you to quickly stitch something together with all the footage you, that you have super quick. Uh, so, you know, I'll be I'll be lying in bed or, you know, uh, watching uh, my, you know, there's a TV show in the background and I'm sort of half watching, but I'm there like editing the, the stuff together.
1: Lately, I've been doing it on my phone. I want to say 90% I've been doing it on my phone, but there were some times where I was doing it on Premiere Pro. It did take long, but it was nice to just not, you know, be like scrunched up using my thumbs, but I totally get that. It's, there's less friction when it comes down to just using your phone.
0: Yeah. I, I do miss though, uh, you know, having nice lenses uh, and, and a camera operator. <laughs> so yeah, I just need to, I just need to get some extra helpers, you know, Wait, maybe when my daughter turns three, she could be my cam- camera camera girl. Perfect.
1: So you've given us some excellent processes you know to implement in our capturing of our pizza um but one of the reasons why i fell in love with what you're doing aside from the content itself is your creations when it comes to t-shirts
0: so this this sort of started out as you know in lockdown when i started my channel um i thought it would be great to uh you know create some some pizza merch uh and and i really thought that you know if I sold five or ten t-shirts, that maybe brought me enough money to to pay for food, or if I what needed some equipment, it could be be really fun. Um, uh, but what I did was, just, you know, I really approached it like any any kind of creative process that that I do. Uh, and there's two things really is is I sort of noticed that a lot of people. Uh, just put their logo on a on a t-shirt so you know you, you invest your time in your brand you love you love what you've made and you feel really proud of that and you think just just because it's really there's a lot of tools out there to be able to make products that you can just put your logo on and and that's that's going to sell um which you know unless you've sort of earned a place in pizza pizza culture like you could be a really famous uh, shop in in new york that's folklore okay you know you've earned that right you're you're part of that that community but for many people who's just started something you, you don't have that uh, and I also sort of think that if even if you're a little local truck and you're just putting your, your logo on there what you're doing is you're sp- only speaking to a handful of people that that know you so you know, very much like Instagram. Like I'm speaking to you. You're from the US. I've made friends in Singapore, uh, Italy, all over. There's a, a there's a global audience out there which you could be be selling to. Um, and so, really, I started thinking about you know how could I design and create something that speaks to to everyone uh, that just so happened to have Doble Disco on on the front. So that was sort of my my approach uh, uh, to it, really. Um, and then it's kind of like, what what sort of content uh, do, you, do you make? What do you want to say? What do you want to stand for? Um, and, and how can you say it differently? Uh, obviously, I've already talked about, you know, my love of Hawaiian pizzas. The first uh, a T-shirt that I created was, uh, I've called it the Hawaiian hand grenade. Uh, and for me, it was about becoming a, a pineapple activist. Uh, and so... What I I kind of what I wanted to do is is there was a lot of t-shirts out there that was obviously about pineapple love love it or hate it, um, but actually I wanted to something that would speak to people that's like do you know what I it's not popular but I'm proud to say that I love uh, pineapple and pizza, and actually we need people that stick up for us because it's so looked down on, which is kind of silly in its own right. It is it is supposed to be tongue-in-cheek and and a bit of fun um but by by becoming a sort of pineapple activist it seemed to really speak to people in a fun way uh and that t-shirt just sort of exploded really like I I put it up on on Instagram uh and I, I I sold it through Everpress as well so um that they they're a company that that sort of operate in a drop drop ship manner so no upfront costs you just upload a design so i put it on instagram and my page it just went nuts you know i think i had maybe 200 followers at the time and uh, within a in a week i'd sold about 400 t-shirts i was just like whoa i was like okay this is doing all right uh and then (laughs) what yeah yeah it just went went nuts uh and everpress reached out to me and said chris you know we we love your t-shirts um it's doing really well we want to make you pick of the week uh so then that t-shirt started featuring in their their email chain uh and they said actually chris um we're running this campaign, actually, where we are bringing people that have a small business and a charity together. Because this was like deep in COVID. You know, we'd love you to, to be part of that campaign. And I said, look, you know, I'm, I'm not a small business. I'm, I'm making pizzas in my garden. Uh, they say so like, no, that's cool. Honestly, we're, we're here to everyone's going through a difficult time. Uh, and so they hooked me up with hospitality action. Uh, which is a charity that supports people that go through tough times uh, in the hospitality industry, which you could imagine in in COVID, there was a lot of difficulty for those people. And I said, I'd, I'd love to do it. You know, I'm I'm happy to give all all the profits uh, to them, but they're like, oh, that's not how our model works. It's, it's a 50 50 model. And I said, okay, look, that's fine. Um, But again, what was brilliant at that, the, the, that, that T-shirt just absolutely took off. Uh, and I was able to raise about three £3,000 last year for the charity, just off that one shirt. Um, and and what, what the drop ship method does really is it really frees your time. So, you know, along with coming up with a, with a good idea, you really need to think about like this as a side business. So, you know, I have a full-time job, I was becoming a dad uh, and I made these t-shirts on the side, if you remember, to maybe pay for a few ingredients. Uh, and, you know, I wasn't about to uh, create a, t- you know, a, a t-shirt company. That's not, I that wasn't my plan. I wanted to make some t-shirts uh, on the side and it just so happened it, it took off. But by, by using that dropship model, you forego, um, you know, getting everyone's address uh wrapping up the t-shirts writing a handwritten note uh, the cost of uh, packaging it all up walking up to the post office posting that one product uh, and you know the it, it by doing that i i don't see the see the products obviously i had samples i was really happy with the quality i don't have to see any of that i don't handle any of the customer side of it at all uh, i just upload those designs and now Every every three or four weeks when it goes to print, I'll, I'll get a payment through to me. That's it. So once once you come up with that idea, um, and, and so I then created three other T-shirts, um, varying success uh, uh, with them. But what, it, what it's enabled me to sort of do is, uh, you know, I, like I said, I sold about 3,000 units worldwide uh, last year. Just from four designs that was my my input um, which is which is good the, which was, you know I did not honestly didn't expect with that um, and so everpress they do take more money up front so I think I sell I sell my t-shirt sell for about twenty five pounds uh, everpress charge fifteen. But from me, so and then I'm left with, depending on the number of units, anything as small as six pounds per t-shirt profit to as much as ten, which is a lot less than if you went to a local print shop, and had them printed up. But I, what I'm going, what I said to you is, it's all about time. You know, I'm, I'm not handling that side, so I get to have fun making pizzas, uh, and I have this side side business, earning me. Uh, money um, and, and additional income and also the charity money as well
1: first of all congratulations because 3000 t-shirts um, is no joke uh, 400 on your first one is like hitting a home run and you know I could I could just be like I could just imagine like what a high um, for those who are unfamiliar to the dropship model um, I don't know if Everpress is a UK Based um, company, I should have looked that up, but um, uh, we use I use Printful. Even though you have a smaller profit margin, you have no inventory risk, right? You don't get stuck with like hundreds of shirts that you may not sell, um, or you may get. St- you, you don't have to worry about driving to the post office or shipping them, right? Um what Chris is talking about here is just really simplifying life so that you can focus on what's important. Once you create the design, it's that simple. Uh the drop shipping company, the I guess it's called uh print to ship in some places, if you want to Google your own company, uh those companies will take care of it for you and, and give and just cut you a check. Simple as that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and that goes, you know, that you you summed that up perfectly. You know, it really is about uh, seeing what the value, you know, valuing your time. Uh, and uh, you know, if if you're, you know, I'm just my day job. You know, is is very busy, late nights. Uh, and so that would be, you know, the same as if I was running a a pizzeria, probably longer hours if you're running a pizzeria. But by creating this separate stream uh and, and taking the hassle out of all the things that probably bog you down from making a side hustle fail um it, it's all of that um you know all of that stuff is, is what gets in the way and actually could overtake what you you fall fell in love with or your main business um and and, and to me that that model just just works perfectly uh and, and you can get bigger profits out there um doing doing other ways but what what this model also does is you touched upon it is you can stress test designs without any upfront cost so there's no printer fee you're not putting money into doing i'll do a run of 100 t-shirts um you simply upload the design and share it Uh, and if you sell five on everpress it it goes to print um so it's, it's very low risk very low barrier and you can try trial stuff um you know with with my four designs uh obviously i've talked about the pineapple t-shirt you know i think uh i've got you know i, I made I, one of one of the routes that i went down was having a bit of fun with some puns and i was watching cobra kai uh, a lot that. during lockdown <laughs> so you know i had i had loads of uh, silly ideas on my phone uh, but one of them was cobra pie and I, I thought you know welcome to the dojo was was where i sort of come from and, and the angle was all about people that eat pizza uh, and i was thinking about you know when a pizza's served up and and the sort of bum fight that I have with my brothers about the slices. So I thought, you know, no, no mercy, slice hard, slice fast. You could have a lot of fun with that 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 sort of um, angle. But the the point, just going back to the the dropship, that t shirt sold okay, but it didn't really take off like the others, and it, it's probably because it's quite niche. And so it what well, felt like a, a a really fun idea, and it does sell still. Um, You know, I'm glad that I didn't have to, uh, you know, I hadn't put all, got loads of stock um, on this uh, and because I might have had some left over. Uh, And and again, uh, I I also branched out into making tea towels that sat outside of this t-shirt model. uh, And I did get these printed myself. I did a run of uh, a hundred with them. costs three pounds a unit uh, and I sell them for 12 13 pounds and so actually I'm I'm making as much if not more uh, uh, from from these tea towels than my t-shirts but man every time I get an order in I have to fold them up and pack them up and I've got a cupboard in my spare room filled with tea towels which doesn't always sit well in in the household uh and then i have to you know it's two miles up the road to the post office it's time um, it's time it's time it's time and actually clutter yeah and actually sort of taken the joy out of that whereas the t-shirts I'm, I'm just thinking about designs uh and then i love when you know the idea resonates with people and they send me pictures of them You know, like, there's there's seven crazy people that have my Pineapple Rights t-shirt in Italy, which I slightly love. Uh, uh, Above all all else, brave souls. Yeah, totally.
1: I just want to point out one thing. Uh, For those listening in the US, um, if you use Printful, there's actually no minimum. So the whole, um, I, I think you called it stress testing a product. Yeah, it's beautiful because you don't want to get stuck with a whole bunch of products and then you can all you can lose a bunch of profits that way. But um, if you just want to order one, if, if you don't sell five even, um, it will ship to that customer. So I just wanted to point that out. In terms of, you know, I imagine there are a bunch of people here who have some dope shirt ideas, sick, and they want to put them out there and sell them. Um, I kind of I want to use the rest of this time with you to ask you about... Maybe tips for design and tips for getting out the shirt, or I guess just getting eyes onto the shirt and increasing your visibility. So maybe you can talk about those two things.
0: Yeah, totally. I, I think first and foremost, uh, be be honest about evaluating your ideas, um, and you know, really ask would would I would I wear that shirt? You know. Just straight away, just just ask that question. Uh, it seems like a silly thing to say, but but do that uh, and then, in terms of uh, design um, there 's a couple of ways of approaching it. Obviously, I feel lucky that I, you know I had a creative background and I can draw uh, and I do mine myself with an iPad and a, a pencil, and then I do them with Illustrator to so they 're ready for print. Um, But I understand that not everyone's like that. So what I would say to people is uh, if you've got an idea, there's lots of people on Instagram you can find uh, and there's lots of uh, people out there that, that are brilliant at what they do. But I think it's what's really important is to come with a brief for them so you've got an idea maybe you've got a slogan for the shirt but then visually what what does it look like so you know I would pull together a mood board of images and styles and references of uh, whether it's particular like do you want like food characters or uh, if that's not what you want you want some mad 80s uh, sort of uh, synth style design to it like come with ideas about how you want that to be brought to life with the slogan uh, and take that to someone who's really skilled at their job. Uh, uh, because, you know, okay, you know, if a designer charges you three or 400 pounds, or I'm not sure what that would be in, in dollars, $700 or 500, 500 yeah, bucks. Which yeah. slightly goes against our model of like not, not a big upfront cost. Um, but if they've got real talent, you can see that uh, they've got the craft. So you're making a, a excellent product that you're proud of, that you genuinely would wear, uh, and you're you're taking your ideas to them. So you're say so, you know you've got a vision, even if you haven't got the skill set. Um, they will then they will then take that, and if they love the idea, they'll put their love into it, and you'll come out with a a really good product out at the end of it. Um, so there's as a you know. A, a few processes to, to go through, like your brief, and then finding the right skill set to bring that to life. I often have people, you know, come to me and go, Oh, Chris, you know, um, can can I use Fiverr? I just want a quick quick thing." Uh, and I'm not saying there isn't a skill set there, but what I would say to you is the value that you put in and the craft that you you put in up front ultimately pays off in the long term because as my model proved uh i i i thought a long time i crafted that design and now i'm still selling that pineapple t-shirt 18 months later yeah so all that up front so if you imagine you spend four or five hundred pounds uh on on a designer and you, you 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 have something that runs for two years i don't do anything else with that t-shirt it you're just doing sales uh, and promoting it and that's all you have to worry about so in the long run it it really the the value put up front pays off long term
1: i agree i was going to ask you about fiverr and also you know provide an alternative option just because i have used fiverr before and my um My results varied tremendously. And I just, as you were talking about the cost of design, I'm not going to lie, $500 um, can be a lot for some folks. And, you know, just one suggestion is maybe find someone that you can partner with right, where you can say, hey, maybe you can charge me less on the design cost, but maybe we can split the cost if you, uh, th- uh, if we can work together, or use our networks and sell more of these. And maybe that's an option um, just to kind of forego some of that um, high. Um,
0: yeah, 100%. Cost. And, you know, a, a good example of that, my the t-shirt that you're wearing, the Neo- Neapolitan Dynamite uh, that you've got there. Um, my friend Tom actually came up with the the, the the name the name for it uh and i said dude do you want to you know can we work together uh i've got an idea how to draw that you know bring it to life uh and we we partnered on on that t-shirt um with it so you know finding a collaboration is is definitely a, a good a good thing for it. if you haven't got this you're just a writer or you've just got a a slogan there's a there's a good way of doing it but just be honest about um what you're what you're bringing to the table so bring a really good well thought out idea to the to the partnership and and don't just expect you know the creative or the designer to be there doing hours and hours of work you know do you know what I mean because um I do think you know when I used to do freelance design uh, as a graphic designer 15 years ago I used to sometimes do logos and things for people and they go oh chris do you want a logo you know uh i said like, sure yeah yeah i'll help you out um you know it's probably going to take me all weekend and they say oh i've got 20 pounds for you is that okay and you know as a designer you literally just your heart sinks and you're like okay so you want me to give up my entire weekend to, you know do five or six different iterations of your logo for you you then give me feedback on that, and I have to work and have a couple of nights, and I get twenty pounds at the end of it. So, you know, the the cost does seem high, but actually, when the time and the effort and skill that that puts it goes into it, um, it the value is there. And and so, uh, to any designers out there, I would also say, if it's a good collaboration, you think there's there's a bigger opportunity from a partnership that that could be good, but also don't undervalue uh your skill set out there too
1: in terms of just bringing stuff to the collaboration like you could say i have an audience or i can help market it etc cetera, etc cetera. um how are you marketing your t-shirts and 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 getting those high numbers
0: yeah a 100% so you know i run uh facebook facebook, facebook ads instagram ads uh i do, do yeah you? i totally do um what I have noticed though is they've gotten a lot more expensive to 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 reach so from from when I first started, I was, you know, I was trying to be tactical with it. So I'm I'm not a media buyer, so I'm probably people listening go, Chris, you're not being efficient with your your ad spend. Um but I just tried to be smart. So like payday weekend, you know people were getting paid. So start running ads uh, from the Thursday before the payday Friday, or even a few days running up to that. And a few days afterwards, you know, people got cash in their pockets. Be smart and and, and run those ads. That's definitely one, one way of doing it. Uh, I also sent out some shirts to people that I love uh, in the pizza community. Uh, like uh, Feng, uh, Feng, sorry, was was one of those. Uh, and uh, I did not expect she has made the most amazing Neapolitan Dynamite video that's has ever existed.
1: Oh, I saw that. Uh, I did yeah. totally
0: not expect her to sort of make that video, uh, but I absolutely screamed. I, I loved it. And thank you, Feng. I, I, I do owe you uh, quite a bit. Off You know, off the back of that, I maybe sold like 50 t-shirts just... From that one video so yeah Feng I owe you a lot of a a nice dinner and some drinks if you're ever in the UK for sure Um, so I I actually sent her her other half another t-shirt just because like just to thank her I was just like because it was really cool content but you know like I say the the best probably the best thing is because I've got some t-shirts that speak to people so I've talked a lot about the pineapple t-shirt. Obviously, I've got the badass baller t-shirt. I called it. So, I kind of identified there were lots of t-shirts about people who love pizza, but nothing that necessarily speaks to people that makes pizza that is proud of like the dough and being like badass baller. And uh, I get you know a lot of photos sent from people that with pop-ups, and there's three or four workers, and they've got their aprons on and the designs on the back, and they're in front of the oven, and they've got their badass baller shirts or they've finished uh, there, there was what a team of guys that had finished a shift and they were at a bar they've all three of them have got badass bowler shirts on and they're having a drink afterwards and they 're tagging me in their in their their pictures because they they love what it says uh, or you know um, guys that go to Italy and've they got their Neapolitan dynamite shirts on um, so i 'm constantly getting people that have like loved loved the products sharing. Uh, and that probably is the biggest driver. Um, and then, obviously, I touched upon it before, but I've, I struck up a good relationship with the people that make the the t-shirts. Um, they're always interested in what I'm I'm creating or making, uh, and they do support their creators. Like they they have creators from all over with e- email marketing. Um, they've they've put they've put me out on their channel, and I think they've probably. I know a few hundred thousand followers. They, they put my one of my T-shirts on their their page. Um, I did a partnership with Uni as well uh, for Hawaiian uh, National Hawaiian Day. They said, "Hey Chris, we love your shirts. Let let's 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 do something together." Um, so they they gave away uh, twenty five to their followers, um, and I gave all all the money to charity one hundred percent for that with them so little, little sort of promos. Um, so that's probably the three things. Um, but like I say that I have noticed uh Facebook advertising maybe gone up a hundred percent. So it, it's starting to really, you know, if, if sometimes I only get six pounds a t-shirt and maybe i spent three quid to get there, that's, that's, you know, the, the, the amount of money has come down. Um, but it's still doing okay, and i I don't have any more upfront costs, so again, this is why this this model is 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 quite good so they are the three things really uh, but the most powerful way is through people sharing the shirts when they've got them on customers, sharing them and talking about it, which is brilliant and I got a shout out to to miriam as well she's I sent her a shirt and she honestly loves them and wears them all the time. She's a really big advocate, so I, I, I sent her every shirt that I designed. So you, you can have them just because she's so cool and another hero. That's the other thing. You, you make good connections through 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 the t-shirts, which is brilliant. Um, and I've sometimes done exchanges as well. So uh people that have designed shirts say, "Hey, Chris, I really like what you're doing. Do you want to swap with me?" And I'm like, "Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'd love to." So I've sort of got my own collection. Of, from, from other makers and I'll always post up if there's someone sent me a t-shirt and support other creators with what, what they they create so yeah
1: I love it what is your can you give us a sneak peek
0: for your next Ooh, show do you know do you know what I've just had a baby you know not not long had a baby and uh, I've, I've, I'm staring at the blank page at the moment honestly um, but yeah i'm playing around with a few things Uh, i i tend to a bit like overshooting i like overwrite uh and uh i don't know if this is a terrible idea someone might make the t-shirt i'm going to give you one idea that i've had i just don't know how to draw it up yet is uh you obviously have piazzoli so i thought about Yolo. so you basically a pizza maker that it's all about only living once um, and the idea behind that is is uh, make a pizza like it's your last pizza so if you have that mentality so piazzi yoli is that so if you make every pizza like it's your last and you put that craft into it you're going to come out so I just I don't really know if that's going to work or not but that's, that's one idea I've had an exclusive so if someone else makes that to me we we can partner on
1: that. <laughs> well, you know, I think much like giving someone your pizza recipe is like, like you said before, um, no one's going to draw like you or have your personality or your style or way of thinking. And so, yeah, if someone does take it, good luck. Good luck <laughs> giving it the crisp touch. That's <laughs> yeah, cool. So
0: I'm always writing down silly, you know, I have a, I have a notes in my iPhone, uh, and I, I something coming in my brain. I go, oh, that, that could be fun. I I'll make that. Or I'm like, oh I I don't really know how to draw it. Um so yeah, I, I've got I've got a few things on the go that I'm trying to explore. Uh and I've also been exploring how I could do the characters, um, use the characters on on more than one thing. Um, but I'm also trying to do something in a more sustainable uh way. So I'm very conscious about like I'm a producing products. Uh, and so even though my shirts are, are, are organic uh, and um, they, I use positive earth materials and thing, and the packaging I send them out is recycled. Um, I'm looking at how I could maybe upcycle uh, secondhand clothing to make bespoke. Um, I'm maybe thinking like tailored by disco could be could be my new venture. So, yeah, that's that's another idea that's sort of mulling in, in the background. Um, so watch this space.
1: Hey, hey, Pizza Pal. I just want to say thank you for listening to the show so far. And thank you for making it all the way here. Before we get on to the end of the show, I want to remind you all to please leave a rating on the podcast. You could do it right now. Uh, just go ahead and click five stars if you're listening on Spotify or Apple. It will greatly help the show i appreciate you so much and if you're looking to buy an uni or a second uni the affiliate link helps the show so so much so please use that anytime you're considering a new oven all right enjoy the rest of the show all right well i want to wrap up because we are close to the hour here there are two questions that i love to ask before we end the show um what is one mistake in either pizza business or life um that people should avoid
0: i think that to think that just what because you make something that people automatically love it um and 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 that's that's as much as you might dig it that's that's not true uh you have to make sure you're honest with yourself uh and really interrogate the idea to see if it has traction and and if you 're really offering something new to what 's out there already you know have a be brave enough to have your own point of view on something, even if you 're bringing out a similar product um, so be hard on yourself is probably uh, uh, and uh, don 't think people will love it just because you 've made it
1: just as a follow up question you know something that you mentioned to me um, is you know, turning something from good to great. Um, How do you apply that just in in t-shirt making, making sure that, you know, what you think is good, maybe not great. Um, How do you yourself kind of make that transition from good to great?
0: I I think it's about evaluating your idea, uh, questioning yourself uh, with it, you know, does, does the slogan um that you've written would that if you walk past it in the street would that make you stop um would you notice the design straight away and is it is it unique to you um does the does the t-shirt make you look at a particular subject matter in a different way so you know i either pizza rights activism takes a well-known thing and spins it a little bit uh and lastly and most importantly you know if if you see something does it does it move you to action like does it does it make you want to get behind something does it make you want to go out and buy something does it make you proud that you want to shout out that you know it's is speaking to you in in some way um, and there you can you can have something that's good and you go, Oh, that, that feels great, but then there's just something that comes in and I suppose it's a, if you ask all those questions, it's it is a little bit of a gut feeling creativity. But when you have an idea that you've never heard from before, it all of those things just click. Like you're you're you'll be able to they they call it the famous elevator pitch. So, you know, if someone says what's your idea in a sentence, you should be able to say that idea and instantly people love it and and that's when you've got a good idea if you have to over explain it and it gets all complicated then you probably know it's not quite there yet
1: that was great seriously wow i i am at a loss for words i just i i have a feeling this is one that i'm going to listen to over and over <laughs> and over again chris thank you oh my gosh wow thank you,
0: thank you thank you for being on i've, I've massively enjoyed it uh and uh yeah i I love the community and anyone that wants to chat about anything afterwards feel free to hit me up for sure
1: cool is there anything else you want to leave the audience with today
0: have fun honestly have fun with what you do and don't be scared by doing something uh, out of your comfort zone whether that's design life pizzas no matter what you do because failure is the best way to improve yourself.
1: Thank you so much, Chris.
0: I really appreciate your time here. Thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Loved it. Thank you very much.